Hello, Brian, and thank you for joining us for an emergency Japan by River Cruise broadcast. I'm Bobby Judo, joined by Ollie Horn. So much of an emergency. And, uh, uh, no time for me to do my own introduction. We just have to get to the meat of the topic. You're wasting time. And uh, Japan Intercultural Consulting founder, author, and activist, Rochelle Kopp. Rochelle, good morning. Good morning. Uh, so this is an emergency broadcast, as we've stated. Uh, Ali and I have become aware of the fact that you, Rochelle, have gotten access to a mailing list of over 100,000 people. That's correct, actually, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can we promote my comedy special on it, please? Well, these are people who are interested in trees in Yoyogi Park. I'm not sure if they're interested in comedy. Oh, Ali's got a real tight 28 minutes on trees in Yoyogi Park. <laughs> Um, no, seriously, let's let's talk about your petition. Um, congratulations on crossing 100,000 signatures. Um, I understand that it's already started to have some effects, but can you give us an overview of what the petition is, why you're doing it, and how it's been going? Certainly. So um, la about a week and a half ago, uh, through some viral tweets on Twitter, I learned of a plan to build a public viewing site in the middle of Yoyogi Park for the Olympics. and as part of the preparations for the construction, plans had been posted in the park to cut limbs from 36 trees. Right. And if you've never, if you're listening to this and you've never been to Japan, just for context, um, Tokyo is like New York, but much more congested and bigger. And Yoyogi Koen is like Central Park, but much, much bigger and a, a much better kind of respite in the middle of this huge, massive city. Uh, it's gorgeous. It's one of the best things about Tokyo. It is. It's a beautiful green space. And when you're in there, you can't even really believe that you're in the middle of the city. It's because yeah. it's just so green and lush. Yeah. And, and so to be fair, they're not talking about demolishing the entire park. They're talking about building a live site. But what, what would be the extent of the damage of the live site? Well, part of part of what um, was planned was trimming limbs from trees um, that were either going to be interfering with the um, equipment and, and stage and kiosks and things that they would be building and also eliminate branches that would be in the way of construction co trucks coming in to bring things to the construction site. And so the original plans for the tree trimming um, specified that some trees would have limbs cut below eight, eight meters, and eight meters is actually pretty high, and some would have limbs cut below four meters. There's mm. probably going to be other damage to the environment of the park as a result of this as well, but that was sort of the first really obvious one. Right. And is this what the petition's about, the fact that it's damaging trees which may never recover or is there also a subtext that hang on a minute these olympics are already encroaching pretty hard on the life of tokyoites and this is a symbol uh, of a gesture that uh, absolutely does not need to be done um yes there's definitely that subtext and i think that's a big reason why so many people have cottoned onto this also in the petition we talk about the idea of having a live viewing site originally designed to have 35,000 people a day come there, um, really doesn't make sense in the middle of a pandemic when the Japanese government has been telling people to stay home all this time. Yeah, there's a bunch of elements to this. I mean, it's not just the don't cut down our trees protest. It's that they're cutting down the trees for a project that no longer makes sense. And it's, right. it's not even just a bridge to nowhere kind of project. It's a bridge to making things worse in a very real way. <laughs> absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. exactly. And I think Bobby's hit the nail on the head that like, this is a project that absolutely doesn't need to happen now, 
given the fact that circumstances have changed. And right. if anyone has listened to any episode which has Rochelle on, the drum which you beat the loudest is Japanese decision making is predicated on lots of hard work to make a decision. And then once that decision's been made, nothing's going to stop us. Are you going to be using this as an example in your seminars from now on? Yeah, I sure am. And this is definitely a prime example of that phenomenon, right? I mean, it's just so stark that the whole thing has just been on autopilot. And so the original plan that they made before the pandemic, they've just been persisting with it with the only change of we're going to have the infection prevention measures and everyone's going to wear a mask and we're going to check their temperature and there's going to be lots and lots of hand sanitizer. Bullshit. I, I hate to ask, but is there anybody who benefits from this? Is there anybody who, who is, is gaining by having this project go through as planned? Um, well, just like anything else in this world, follow the money. Yeah. Dentsu is the contractor in charge of this project, and they're going to be making a lot of money. And also the construction people who they um, are employing to do all this work. So kind of just like the rest of the Olympics. And that's another thing I think people are annoyed about is like, okay, this is just another big thing that we're wasting money on, our tax dollars for the Olympics that benefits big companies. And how far have you got in stopping this? Is this petition changing decisions or is this petition gathering enough folk to literally lie in front of bulldozers? What's the effect of your work? Well, I, I can say that I saw this first in Rochelle's petition on Twitter. And then within a couple of days, I saw it getting picked up on media outlets in Japan internally everywhere. Right. But as, as you and I both know, media, media coverage doesn't necessarily result in anything actually happening. There was once upon a time, Bobby, I was plastered on every newspaper in the land, but gained nothing from it. <laughs> so, so my question to Rochelle still stands. What, uh, what, what is the effect of this? How, I know that you've made some progress. What, what does that actually mean? Okay. So there's two aspects. One is the trimming of the tree limbs. And the second one is the, um, actual going forward with building this live site. So for the trimming of the tree limbs, it turns out that they started the trimming this past Monday. When I put the petition up, all that had been posted was that construction was starting on June 1st. So I assumed that the tree trimming wasn't starting till then and that we had a week to kind of deal with this. But it turned out that on Monday they had started it. And I ran over to the park and I saw them lopping off huge branches. Um, there was such an outcry that evidently the person from the Tokyo Metropolitan Government in charge of this whole thing actually went to the site and checked to make sure that they weren't trimming too many limbs unnecessarily. So they kind of stuck to the bare minimum. Um, it Based on people who know the park really, really well, um, that were the people who originally were posting about it on social media, um, their feeling is, is that a lot of the trees that were slated to have limbs cut off, um, it, you can't actually see any limbs having been touched. So it seems like they curtailed the amount of tr trimming. Of course, the Tokyo Metropolitan Government probably doesn't really want to admit that they did that, mm -hmm. but it seems like there was some impact that they they knew this hubbub was going on and you know they sent someone out there to kind of supervise. Um, the second aspect is um, related to whether this will even go forward. And it's gotten so much attention that public figures have started to weigh in. So for example, Dr. Omi, who's in charge of Japan's special coronavirus task force said, you know, a project like this is gonna increase the flow of people, it doesn't make sense. 
um, we've already had someone from Japan's Olympic um, management organization or the committee or whatever you want to call it. I guess it's a committee. Um, he said, well, if we end up having a Olympics that doesn't have spectators, well, then we really shouldn't have live site either. So there's people are starting to kind of talk about this and prominent people, you know, even Ichiro Ozawa, you know, sort of a old and, and powerful, you know, kind of politician. He even has come out twice on Twitter to say this is ridiculous and it makes mm. no sense. So then there's and celebrities and other people have weighed in as well. So it has become, you know, kind of a um, a well-known issue with, you know, people saying, look, this whole thing doesn't make sense. Um, yesterday, the Tokyo Metropolitan Government said that they're going to be limiting how many people use this to 710 people. <laughs> and it's not clear whether that's total 710 people a day or 7 and 10 at any one time. Right. But it's if you such think, an absurd number, isn't it? I mean, if you were to write this as a sitcom and you had to pick a number, you'd pick a number <laughs> like 710. Yeah, like, I don't know why. And, and, um, <laughs> <laughs> so then I did some math. Someone had dug up how much money Dentsu was getting for managing this thing. And if you multiply um, 710 by the 17 days of the Olympics, and then you take that number um, and you divide the total cost by it, it ends up being more than 100,000 yen um, a person. So it's just, just like, <laughs> like, like, it's like, it's like more than $1,000. Yeah. yeah, it's like $1,000. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So but it's, it's, but, but for yeah. Dentsu, that is chump change, isn't it? I mean, there might be some listeners that don't know what Dentsu is. D Dentsu is like just one of the most enormous companies that, uh, I mean, they were the ones which made the news four or five years ago when the word karoshi uh, became mainstream because Death by unfortunately, overwork. yeah, yeah, very right. sadly, one of their young employees uh died killed herself yes well exactly the, the after being terribly mistreated by her boss yes it was horrible right. so that's that company they're, they're not they're not they're not the good guys well they're well the thing is is that they're they're basically running the whole olympics people here are calling it the dentsu olympics because they've just been such a driving force in it because they just make so much money off of it yeah they they handle most of the advertising and event management in in all of the country uh, I should right. point out, if anybody has listened to past episodes of the show, you'll know that the only reason Ali really cares about that Karoshi incident is because uh, it resulted in one of his projects with Dentsu getting cancelled. Yeah, and it cost <laughs> me loads of money. And it was such, it was going to be, it was so good. I wrote the script, we, we filled their, oh, I don't want to talk about it again. But I'm also, yeah, I'm, part, I'm partly sad that Dentsu owes me money. Uh, mm. but, I'm, but I mean, that's the thing. I don't mind that Dentsu has a lot of money. I, I care that they haven't given it to me. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that they they do things that are so irresponsible like this, R Rochelle. What do you what do you think are are the chances for success? What does success look like, and and do you see it happening? Well, this for success in my book would be if they completely cancel this thing, right? By this thing um, in the Olympics? No, well that would be great too. But at least this viewing um, area, right? Mm. So, and I think you know, I think again, I think that's one reason why people have have so. Um, gotten so into this petition is that, you know, the people in Japan are furious about the Olympics. 83% of the public doesn't think we should be having it. Yeah. And they're particularly upset at high-handed comments from people from the IOC who are like, well, Japanese have to make sacrifices and it doesn't matter what the Japanese public thinks. And even if it's a state of emergency in Japan, we're still going to do it. You know, I think people in Japan are extremely irritated and they're upset that they don't feel like they can stop the Olympics. 
but this is one small thing. At least maybe we could stop. And yeah. so I think that, yeah. that people have kind of cottoned onto it for the symbolic value, value as well. Mm. And I think people were annoyed too because before I put this petition out, people had no idea that this thing was being planned. Yeah. And even the tree limb trimming, the Tokyo Metropolitan Government um, Assembly people, they had not received a report that that was being planned. So even I've been um, interacting with a um, assembly member, and she's like, they never told us they were going to be trimming a whole bunch of limb, limbs off of trees. So there's, the communication has not been good. It's all been kind of happening sort of in the background and sort of in secret. Hmm. And I think people are not happy about that as well. Do you think the timing of the start has anything to do with that? When I first saw it, it struck me as a pretty last minute start to do a construction project for something that's going to be used for something that's ostensibly scheduled for like a month from now. Well, evidently, um, they've pushed it back because of all the uncertainty. They're kind of waiting to start it until like kind of the absolute last date you could start it and have it be ready in time. So you're right. It is it is pretty late. What um, my suggestion is at this point is they're going to need to make a decision fairly soon about whether they're going to have spectators for this Olympics or not. And my feeling is if the guy from the Olympic Committee has already said if there's a no spectator Olympics, we won't have live sites, why don't they just put the construction on hold until they know whether they're going to be spectators or not? Yeah. Why get started if maybe you're going to have to start it? So that would be one thing. My other feeling is if, if absolutely they, for some reason, feel that they have to have a live site, right next to Yoyogi Koen is a thing called the Yoyogi Koen Ibento Hiroba. Right. So it's the Yoyogi Koen event space, which is made for events like this. And you can have something there without trotting on the grass, without like being right next to the bird sanctuary, without having the entire center of Yoyogi Park off limits for people until uh, no, um, October. Right. Because that's what it's going to be now. It, it's, um, you know, it's, it's all roped off and people are not happy about that either. So there's a space that they could use. Why were they not using that, right? Well, I don't think that's a rhetorical question, is it? It's because this public hiroba is obviously not going to line the pockets of somebody. Right, right, right. It's nice that you used a Japanese word there, the ibento hiroba, the event space. You said to somebody on Twitter that the best way to learn a language is to use it. And you said that now you're never going to forget all these words. Can yes. you finish off by giving us the top three vocab that you've learned in this process? So at least, if nothing else, we could all say, well, at least we've learned some Japanese. Certainly. So sente is the word for pruning a tree. Mm -hmm. And... Okay. Um, Basai is the word for cutting down a tree. And I've been actually become the target of Japanese right wingers on Twitter who have been um, using my, you know, the saying, well, Rochelle Kopp doesn't even understand what sente really means. And sente is something that you do normally for maintenance of trees on a yearly basis. And it's good for trees. Why is she complaining about that? I'm like, well, Tokyo Metropolitan Government used that word to describe lopping off tree limbs so trucks can pass through. So right. I wasn't talking about the regular maintenance. I was talking about this project, and I used the word that the Tokyo Metropolitan Government used. So anyways, that's a whole other story. There's, um, a, there's so, a really good vocabulary word that we can learn from that, which is age ashi wo toru, which is uh, to try to grab the leg that somebody's lifted, 
which is what these people are doing. It's a Japanese expression, yeah. which means to nitpick and to look for the chinks in the armor, to look for the little weaknesses mm. and, and completely ignore the substance of the argument and go, oh, I got you there. I got you there. Age ashi oh. Okay, that's great. I need to know that word because that is exactly what these guys are doing to me. Even these are accounts that have as their avatar a picture of Donald Trump. Okay, well, just yeah. to let you know sort of where they are. Um, let's see, other words on Sagan Show is a petition. And Shomesha is people who have signed a petition. Very good. Um, I need to run a real quick correction. At the very beginning, I said Yoyogi Park is uh, bigger than Central Park. It is not actually bigger in terms of area. It's just bigger in uh, the hearts and minds of Tokyoites, I think. Um, it is currently smaller. It's smaller than Central Park, but maybe we could work on mm. a petition to fix that. <laughs> <laughs>